0: One, two, three. For Little you want a Three, three two, two, one. Let's do
1: it. Welcome back to Pro Wrestling Moments HQ. Stuart Robertson, still with me. How you doing, Stu? I'm
0: good, mate. I'm good.
1: We're so many weeks after Clash at the Castle when you listen to this, but we're still recording this the night before. And now it's time for episode three of Three From. So you know the score by now. You've listened to the first two episodes along with hundreds of other thousands of people. So I'm gonna run through the 10 wrestlers that we've got this week that we could potentially be watching three matches of. And they are as follows. Randy Macho Man Savage, Saya Kamatani, Dr. Death Steve Williams, AJ Styles, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Mick, no Mick Foley's gone. Sorry Mick Foley was out last week. So in replacement Mick Foley's Triple H, Kenny Omega, Manami, Toyota, Sting, Mitsuhuru Masawa, and that is the 10. Are there any in there that you particularly would not want or any in there that you particularly would want?
0: Uh, I could quite happily pass on Dr. Death, yes. I think. Um, but I'm quite curious uh, with regards to Macho Man, uh, possibly Triple H and Kenny Omega.
1: Okay, interesting. Shall I hit the button? Go for it. 5 four three two one and we've got triple h
0: triple h works for me the man of yep. the moment
1: the, the now the head creatively of world wrestling entertainment paul michael levesque was born on july the 27th 1969 and he is obviously better known to you and i by his <laughs> ring name triple h um and he is serving as executive vice president for talent relations and head of creative of wwe yes It's Triple H's world now and we are just living in it. So we've got three matches from Triple H and the first one, I'm gonna take you back to a heady summer, the summer where I got my GCSE results. It's 1998 and it's SummerSlam 1998. It's Madison Square Garden and it's Triple H challenging the rock for the Intercontinental Championship. So we will be back after we've watched match one from Triple H. So while you may or may not be able to hear in the background, um, we've got the DX band about to do Triple H's entrance. So what was your wrestling viewing looking like in 1998? How much like you? I was dangerously obsessed with wrestling in '98. I think it's probably fair to say.
0: Yeah, I mean we were. Um, I suppose we were sort of coming out the back of the, the Monday Night Wars, really, weren't we? It we were sort of like getting to that. That I think we'd had the we'd had the boom period, hadn't we? Um, I think, no, I don't think 98's right, in it? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I, I always sort of, like, do the Monday Night Wars from 96 onwards. But, yeah, 98, yeah, very... Obviously, still very much into wrestling. My last year at uni, so maybe didn't get to watch as much as what I would have liked. But, um... Am I right in thinking 98 was the infamous Hell in the Cell? Yes. 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 Yeah. So, uh... Obviously, that was the, uh... The peak highlight for me, that. So, um... And then we would have been coming, well, we'd have had the end of the, bit of the end of the Shawn Michaels, sort of like, at WrestleMania 14 that year, wasn't it? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, um, obviously, I think this is where you start to see Triple H start, like, now start to get pushed as the, one of the the top guys, really. So, uh, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that 98, I mean, obviously, we've, we've watched it into different levels ever since, but. 98 i mean this was the time where like when power stand magazine would turn up i'd literally w- read it while i was walking to school because i was so obsessed and like this is the, purely the time of spending a lot of money phoning up power stand hotline and all that sort of stuff so yeah this was this is a big time i'm pretty sure no, i'm definitely sure i watched this live this this show um at the time one of my friends chris harvey lived down the road so yeah i can remember this one pretty vividly right we're gonna settle in and watch triple h and the rocks we will be back at the conclusion of this first match Pretty sure I've already said that once, and I may go back on it to ask you a question during the match. Who knows? We'll see how we feel, will not we? So, as promised, I'm coming back straight away. We've got another question. Um, two parts. What's your favourite design into Continental championship of all time?
0: Are you uh, now? Oh, sorry, I was waiting for the. No, yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> sorry, moebitria uh, right. processor. Um, oh, the original. Yeah. Uh, yeah, every day. The, yeah, every, I love the original.
1: So it, ha- it has been rumored that apparently Triple H is thinking about doing some like redoing the belts. I would, I would just do like all like you can just. I would just do the design of all that stuff like the winged eagles championship yeah the original Intercontinental, just and even the tags just go back to that yeah, yeah. i bet they'd sell an apps even with like the updated logo or something just yeah that's the version they'd sell that yeah. absolute shed loads wouldn't they? i don't know why they don't do it you know
0: you know you know of all the new title belts though uh especially the new like wwe whichever one it is yeah just, yeah I loved you know when Daniel Bryan was going through his like eco warrior stage and it was almost like a wooden a yes, wooden belt wasn't was it? Cool, yeah. Loved that belt, loved that.
1: What do you think about the um, the title, the way it's what it's called now? WWE Undisputed
0: Universal, Universal Champion. Yeah, uh, I mean my view is is they they'll need to split them again at some point.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you get there to do that. No, I, I don't. Um, to be honest with you but I just think it should just should it not just be undisputed WWE champion why has it got after universal in? like universal is the new thing I Yeah. WWE WWE champions the thing i i used to quite like it when they, they called it
0: or just WWE universal Champion. Uh, yeah it's always a thing with two belts isn't it it's always very
1: um... yeah but they they had it for a long time when it, when, when brock had it and it was just yeah. WWE world heavyweight champion wasn't it yeah. which is the combination of the old two i just don't really like universal champion as a no a thing and perhaps i'm just a bit of a stickler or traditionalist when it comes to that but i'm not with other things but well i think yeah, under, i i, I it think
0: it. under triple h there's going to be we're gonna yeah there's going to be some pretty seismic shifts i think
1: yeah and i think he's intelligent enough not to yeah. not to do that all at one go no no right well if i think of any other questions then we'll come back on air during the As we've got triple h on the outside uh just about to throw rock back in the ring at madison we're we've got a yellow ladder just seems to remember being a bit of thing like that. So I think that is a, a lot white or red now,
0: aren't Aren't they just like stainless steel now? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like silver, silver. Yeah, yeah silver, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. Think so, yeah.
1: So yellows, I think, is a bit of a departure here. Right, we'll be back. So Triple H beat The Rock in, a, in 26 minutes and four seconds. I had absolutely no idea that that match was as long as that. I don't know whether to go first, or, or I'm really interested in what you've got to say. So why did you go first to? What did you think of that before I um, before I go?
0: Um, Yeah, it was... Uh, for me, it was a bit of a slow burner, if you know what I mean. It took a little while to, to, to get fully up to speed. Um, some very theatrical bumps in that match. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... I was just thinking about like the use of the yellow ladder. I don't even recall ever seeing a yellow ladder used before because they tend to, tend to be red, didn't I think they? And they not... did
1: use it later, but this is probably the first time I think. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: um but yeah, I mean it was a good it was a it wasn't the best ladder match I've ever seen, I'll be no. honest with you. Um, you know, like I say a bit a bit of a slow burner. Um, I'm not really sure the role of Mark Henry on the outside really it seemed a bit pointless in being there to be honest with you, but um but yeah, no, it was it was a good match, and obviously DX DX's popularity was was certainly soaring at that time. So you you think that's the that's the right result? Because um, I think, oh God, and you you might tell me I'm wrong here if my memory serves me correctly. Did they have a two out of three falls the the the, the pay per view before or something like that? So um,
1: yes, I, I can't remember. It was fully loaded yeah, before, wasn't it? Yeah. I can't really remember. I know that Triple H was around back another month, but he had a knee injury, so he he um he wasn't back for some time after that. So he's kind of Yeah, his upward mobility at this point was was kind of um was kind of ended shortly thereafter and obviously rock was champion at survivor series yeah um what would you what would you give that skip it was all right recommend or must watch uh
0: skip really yeah wow yeah it was yeah it was all right
1: um you got it it was all right are you going to skip you could do go wherever you want to, there. Uh, I'll
0: say it was all right, but all right. I don't. You don't need to bust a gut to watch it, I don't think. But no. um, it was just. I don't know. I suppose I, I just. I don't know. I don't. I suppose we're so used to seeing ladder matches now with multiple ladders and stuff like that. It almost felt a little bit tame, really.
1: Yeah, and I think that if you watch, if you want to watch, a, you know, classic ladder match that's more of a fight, then I think that obviously Michaels and Razor Ramon is the one to watch. That's not necessarily. You know, all the flips and the high-flying stuff is it's a fight. I think they clearly wanted to do, like, a super epic match there. Yeah. But I thought it was... Te- I would never... If someone had said to me, how long's that match? No, I, would I'm, have I was shocked when you 16 said 16 or 17 minutes, maybe?
0: Here's a controversial... Go on. I actually prefer... Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, Ladder Match 2 at SummerSlam. SummerSlam night. Is it 95? Yeah, it? I think it is. Yeah.
1: Um I can't the problem is I I probably I probably seen that match one-tenth the number of times I've seen the other one. Yeah. And I have I have, I watched WrestleMania 10 match from when Scott Hall passed away, but though I know that match is absolutely fantastic as well. Um yeah, I don't know. I think it was too long. I think this is for me it's probably a very very low recommend just probably more for historical significance of Trip, a, a young Triple H yeah. young Rock going up against each other in this ladder match but it, it, the first 10 minutes I, I, I was looking at the time on my, my watch and just thinking this is not really not much is really happening no. and also I felt like and obviously The Rock by the October pay-per-view I think it was Breakdown was pretty much a, a fully fledged baby face and I, I got the feeling especially after the People's Elbow when he hit that the crowd were chanting Rocky and I, I don't think that they wanted to boo The Rock because you had this weird situation where they both they like both yeah. guys didn't, Rock didn't have a lot of heat on him um but, but then he was
0: he was soon he, even though he was becoming a baby face he soon reverted back there after survivor series That's deadly it, game he, didn't totally he when he aligned with the survivor mcmahon's series, and stuff yeah. like that which brought the, the the massive heel out in him didn't it really so yeah. Uh, yeah
1: exactly that so we are going to stick in madison square garden for our next match can you guess where we're going to here
0: uh well, you you probably see it on the as I'm trying to find. Well it. I was going to say SummerSlam 99 but um
1: no I was thinking about I was thinking about SummerSlam 99 because obviously that's Triple H's first um first world title win but actually I'm going to go a little bit later than that. Oh
0: we're not going to go for we're not going to go for uh, uh Royal Rumble 2000 are we? We
1: are going to go to Royal oh. Rumble 2000 and we're going to go to Cactus Jack versus Triple H from Madison Square Garden on January the 23rd. 2000 oh. the WWE Championship Street Fight the epic
0: promo is that the epic promo when uh, when Mankind comes out and says um, Mankind's not ready for a match with Triple H at the Royal Rumble but I know somebody that is and then that's when Cactus Jack comes out to play that is exactly that's an awesome That is that, do you know what that is an epic bit of TV that- that's
1: exactly the one yeah so Triple H pinned Mick Foley in 26 minutes and 55 seconds after second pedigree, the second pedigree going straight into the thumbtacks. Um, shoot, what did you think of that one? That that is that is held very highly regarded in history. That uh, title match. Uh,
0: I think that was the. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, an awesome match, really. You know, um, I think that's the match that really cemented Triple H's as a genuine bona fide top level superstar for me. Um, yeah. It, it, i mean it was everything wasn't it It was brutal um you know or the weapon i mean the chair shots that foley took you know i mean i remember as well was it when he fought rock in 99 the the, the chair shots that he just took were just unbelievable um so yeah a really good match really good storytelling throughout the whole match you know you felt pretty much triple h was always on the back foot in that match um and that i mean the the, the power driver onto the table i mean there was no no giving that at all really um and there's probably moves that you that in that match that you probably just really wouldn't see nowadays really um you know it was that um that intense so uh, must watch absolutely must, must watch, watch. Well, okay many many times over i think so um you know, like like I say, the, the storytelling throughout that match is 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 amazing, really. And you know, the the the, the build, I always fondly remember the build up to that match, uh, as I mentioned earlier, about you know when it was originally going to be Mankind, and and he comes out and cuts that epic promo, and then out comes Cactus Jack, and uh, yeah, fantastic. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, Mick Foley was on his pretty much on his way out then, really, wasn't he? If you yeah, know he what was, I mean. Yeah. Um, you know, he was thrown into the... I mean, I still call it WrestleMania 16, but it's not, is it? It's WrestleMania 2000, well, isn't it? So, yeah. um, you know, he, he he still... He got his Mania main event, which his career probably deserved, really. Um, but yeah, epic match. What about you?
1: Yeah, I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because those sort of matches aren't for me at all. And I've realised that the first two we picked were very, you know, both... You know gimmick matches essentially uh, and some of the some of the chair shots to the head were were, were it was t- a tough watch wasn't it on Foley particularly yeah. um, Triple H obviously busted wide open and it got the got the leg injury the calf injury from the backdrop on the pallet at, 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 in the R way right early on I don't know like a little bit of me I know obviously that's a classic match but I li- I'm finding it a little bit difficult to, to judge and I think possibly it might have been a little bit overbooked um, I don't know. I feel like I've seen so much. I think. I think again, this is not my style. Not my favorite style of match. And looking back on this twenty years on, I feel like I've seen so much. Especially AEW does this sort of stuff all the time now. Not not to not to this standard. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go. I, I, but in spite of all that, I'm gonna go recommend because obviously again, it's very historically significant. Yeah. And I think it is a match that people should go out of their way to see. And ultimately, Triple H, the heel. He won clean as a whistle there. And that was that's the thing that I always always annoys me about the booking of heels in modern wrestling. You know, Floyd Mayweather's one of the biggest heels in the history of professional sports. And the reason he's such a big heel is because he always wished to win. And Triple H was one of the few heels that was booked strong and he would win clean. He beat fairly clean as a whistle there in a street fight. And then a month later, he beat him clean as a whistle again. It's like yeah. no one could ever be put over more strongly than Triple H. And I think people are missing a trick with we're not booking heels in in that way in the, yeah. in the kind of modern era um right next up and lastly we're going for a pure wrestling match now so we're going to april the 6th 2014 and a night where Stu and i actually watched this match live originally together and this is daniel bryan or brian danielson daniel bryan on the night versus triple h in the opening match of wrestlemania 30. so we'll be back at the conclusion of this contest, we're watching uh, as you all stand, like, Look at the New Orleans crowd for uh, for Brian. He's come, out, come oh, out. here. he was on
0: such a wave, wasn't he? he really such was. a wave.
1: Yeah, it really, really was. And it's such a shame that this this title run never got. We well, didn't really get a title run, did he? he got what, one defense against Kane, and then that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was world champion one other time in WWE. It was just one. But this it? is
0: this is yeah. I think it was just one. Yeah. yeah. But this is this is pure. Listening to your audience, isn't it? Well,
1: yeah, but they, did, they weren't going to give it to us originally. I think the main event was going to be Batista and Orton originally. It wasn't was, it? yeah. But
0: but they list they listened, didn't they? They listened to the they audience, got there didn't in the they? End. You look know, at
1: this crowd this is absolutely unbelievable.
0: You know, the the build to this match was just, you know, and like you say, this is a little bit of a forgotten one for me because, like you say, you know, it was all so focused on the main event at WrestleMania, but actually, you forget. That Brian had to wrestle twice that night, and you know, um, yeah, just a, 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 a this this story was just epic from start to finish.
1: Yeah, I think this WrestleMania is largely remembered for Undertaker streak losing, Brian winning the main event, yeah. and that's probably the two things. And maybe the third thing is the start with the Rock, Hulk Hogan, and Steve Austin. And this is this yeah. is fourth, isn't it? Really, I would say. Um, and it is it is it is a little bit of a forgotten classic, really. So let's. Let's sit back and enjoy it and we'll be back at the end of this match. So Daniel Bryan beat Triple H in pretty much dead on 26 minutes with a Bsaiku knee. Massive reaction from the crowd. Stu, what did you make of their WrestleMania 30 match?
0: Oh. It was it's been a while since I've watched that one, so that was a real Real treat. I forgot how good it was. Uh, like I say, a bit of a forgotten classic, really, when you think about the uh, the actual, you know, the outcome of WrestleMania Thirty and stuff like that. But yeah, just a brilliant storytelling all the way through that match. Really, you know, Triple H said he was going to give him everything. He he did. Um, yeah, just God, just an amazing, an amazing story that from 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 the build of the match. So gets a
1: what it melts to give watch? what it
0: melts to give this one
1: uh, I'll find out for you C- carry, carry on, on, I, 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 on i i
0: i i i am saying this is in the four four and a half star territory
1: he, if I had to guess I think he'd be given it four and a half stars but just because the just because
0: of the the emotion and the you know the storytelling and the yeah and obviously uh Brian's now going to get a bit of a bit of a beat down. Oof, slap, slap from Stephanie, and he loves it. Look at that smiling. Oh, four slaps, <laughs> and then a smack to the back of the head. So,
1: yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nitpick a bit. So I thought they slightly, slightly messed up the big near fall spot of the match, which we're just, we're just showing in front of us, which was Triple H's. Uh, he hit the pedigree, but then Brian hit kicked out. Probably like two and a third, would you say? Two and a, two and a third. Yeah, it was early, it and was with early, a lot, and, and with early. a lot of authority as well. Yeah, it was like a Hulk Hogan style, like before a Hulk cup.
0: Well, it was like a kickout you'd get at the start of a match, not twenty yeah, minutes it was, into it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it
1: ki- it killed it. It, ki- it killed it a little bit for me. Uh, Meltzer gave it four and a quarter. Actually, um, I think that's probably about right. I would, I would go recommend for this. Um, but again, it's interesting. We've watched three Triple H matches, and all of them were longer than I thought they were. All of them were t- basically them were twenty-six, 26 minutes. minutes. All of them were twenty-six minutes. So perhaps that's Triple H's sweet spot. And I'd say in all of them, that should have that could have been easily been 16 and a half, 17 minutes. And I think that eight or so minutes on each of those matches, they would all have been better had they cut that, you know, cut that amount yeah, out. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but again, I think I think it's recommend. Going forward, actually, two two questions before we close out. Where would you, in terms of WWE and Triple H's sort of legacy as a as a professional wrestler, where where do you put him in WWE? Do you put him top five? Do you put him top ten? In terms of, and, I, and, I, and I'd say in terms of judging him as a wrestler, that, that, not necessarily just pure in ring, but him as a any forget anything after he finished re, wrestling in terms of the NXT stuff, him. Purely in, in ring. Where would you sort of see... Where do you see his career?
0: If not top five, very, very close to top five. Mm. Very close. I don't see how you can not... You know, this, he's been involved, you know, pretty much since 2000, he's been main event, hasn't he? Yeah,
1: i oh, yeah. I'll tell uh,
0: you know, um, and his matches for me, you know, that. yeah, I mean... He was such a he was such a heel. You just hated him, didn't you? You know you and and Jim Ross. You know I've never known someone like hates someone so much. You know, do you know what I mean? He was, you know, even yeah. You, you know, for me, he was always a better heel. Always a better heel. I know he had his DX stint and that where where you know, uh, but if not, yeah, got to be very near to the top five for me. Very yeah, near. I
1: don't know who. Um, I guess I guess you've got to have Hogan and Austin, haven't you? As whether that's one and one A, and then The Rock, I suppose. Mm. And then maybe is John Cena above Triple H? I think he, he is for me. I would say probably. Yeah. 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 Um, and then and then you've got a lot of people. I mean, Triple H was certainly involved at a time when business was much bigger than it was when Bret or Michaels were champions. So I I guess you probably have got to put them. If you're, if you're going on, you know... I don't know, if you're going on contribution to the company as a wrestler, I think Triple H probably has to be top five, I think, isn't it? I, I Dare I say, probably say, top
0: three, maybe. I
1: think... I think you... I think Austin, Rock and Hogan are going to have probably... For me, probably have to be top three. Because I think Rock in 2000 was main eventing pretty much all the house shows. Yeah. And, draw, and, and 2000 may well have been their biggest year in terms of live attendance. Uh, Plus, Rock did the biggest pay per view by rate ever. I know we're not in a pay per view era now, but the Rock and Scene will never be beaten in terms of a wrestling pay per view. Um, But yeah, so uh, my second question, second follow up question is in 10 years' time, do you think the Triple H should be remembered more for his creative role in WWE now than he was ever as a wrestler?
0: I mean that's a good question. I suppose it depends where it go, where where he goes with his. If he's given the freedom, you know, it could be, you know, it could be a, an amazing ride. Now, couldn't it? If he's given that, you know, control.
1: Well, I think he's got. I think he's got the control. The, the only thing that I think could happen that would mean that he doesn't have control is if they sell the company, which which Vince yeah. could do. Vince Vince is the majority shelter, Still, could do that. Um, and if I was a uh, you know a, a big media company in the states, I think that the argument is UFC is a good example of this. So UFC were bought out by a, um, a venture, I think a venture capital capital company called Endeavor. Yeah. But actually, if ESPN had given them a deal where they pay them a flat fee and then they make money off the back of the pay per views, but actually ESPN could have just bought the company over the course of like five or six years worth of that deal, mm. and then they'd have UFC forever. So yeah. If Disney bought WWE. You know that deal might take ten years to pay off, but then they've got all that historic content, and then they've got the brand of WWE for yeah, the rest of time. true, true. Um, so I, I I could see that potentially that might that that could, but then who's going to run it if Triple H doesn't? Because you could, who who else is there realistically in modern wrestling? That I mean, there I can't think of anyone really. I mean, I suppose you could make an argument about Paul Heyman, but Heyman never really made any serious money. Tony Khan I suppose uh, but then obviously he runs AEW and I, I like I'm, I'm not sure his CV's there so I, I think the Triple H has got it and I think he's going to have that ball mm. for a long time whether yeah, the yeah. company's majority owned by Vince or majority shareholder owned by Vince or whether it's owned by another company.
0: Yeah but in answer to your question I, I suppose I mean it's its very difficult to give an answer and it time will tell really won't it you know it's like he has such a wrestling legacy. He's going to have to do something pretty special, I think, to to, to detract from that.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I think the thing that Triple H has got going for him, and, I, and I've talked about this on the show before, is that goodwill is such a massive factor in, in, in professional wrestling that we had it for years where um, you know, New Japan could do no wrong and... AEW could do no wrong, though the tide has certainly turned on AEW in, in the last few months on that. Yeah. Um, but WWE had negative goodwill. So with, under Vince, people were looking for faults in the product and you weren't necessarily watching things. And I've sat there, you know, I, I try and be as unbiased as I possibly can be, but if I'm sitting there watching someone that I'm invested in, I'm more likely to want that thing, that match, that angle, that promo to be good, and want to see the better stuff. And I think under, under Triple H, I'm watching more WWE than I have done since we went to WrestleMania that yeah. year in, in 2019, and I want the product to be good. I'm willing it to be good, and I think that's a massive, massive difference. Now, how long that lasts—if he makes some bad decisions and pushes the wrong people, or gets himself into creative, you know, knots—that won't last forever. Mm. But I think at the moment, hopefully, you know, um, he's on the right track. It's on an upward curve. Yeah, absolutely. Any final thoughts on Mr. Triple H before we get on out of it? No, it's been
0: really good to uh, really be go- really good to watch some of his um, um, historic matches. You know, um, I think if I could throw a couple of un- honourable mention matches in, yeah, uh, I always think the uh, was it Judgment Day 2000 when he had the Iron Man match with the Rock that 60 really minute good, Iron yeah. Man match, yeah, um, far with, superior to Breton and Shawn Michaels, yeah, which has got like one of my all time all time favorite wrestling moments of just ever in it um and then he also as well um i think i will be a short match i think the raw match that he had with rick flair yeah it
1: was really good it was built up for funny, yeah kind of like turned babyface yeah yeah
0: that was that was where he said try me triple h try yeah. me so you know there's 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 loads of there's loads of good matches uh of triple h's but um but yeah if i i check out the judgment day 2001 definitely
1: yeah we just did. We just couldn't. I couldn't put you through a sixty-minute. 60 minutes minutes. <laughs> no. Excellent. Good stuff. Right. That is the last bit of uh, recording from the. What are we call it? The Clash at the Castle sessions. Sounds like with the Beatles and Abbey Road or something. The Abbey Road sessions. And um, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. And we should, uh, thank you, Steve as well for two two. My modules. pleasure, mate. So it's been great to do it much. in person. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, we should speak to you all again very soon.